Hi guys, I think this episode is going to get us a lot of new listeners, so I want to make sure that my introduction is as clear and as, I don't know, as welcoming as possible. So hi, if you're new here, I am a sugar baby based in Toronto, and this is kind of like my diary. So um, start from the beginning and follow along with me on my journey as I kind of meet my sugar daddy and I explained to you guys the dynamic of my relationship and kind of pros and cons along the way I give you guys tips and share stories and it's really I think a roller coaster over here but today I'm going to be doing more general content for you guys um, and we're going to really start kind of the series on how to become a sugar baby so of course you guys can dm me on instagram if you have any questions my instagram's at the sugar dot diaries and i actually do have some exciting news to um share with you guys who have been here a little bit longer i think i've been asked to be in a podcast um someone else's podcast as like a special guest i think sharing the experiences of like a sugar baby so I will keep you guys updated um, when that goes through. And if you guys want to let me know what kind of guests you guys would like to see and um, hear me talk to, I it would be cool. I've been considering getting maybe one of my exes to come on here. Not really tell him that it's a podcast, but, you know, letting you guys talk, hear him. Maybe I could see him and call him and we could probably discuss our relationship and kind of how that went if you guys want to see like gaslighting in action so let me know what you guys want to see i'm really thinking that could be a fun idea for us um so really today i'm going to be starting to give you guys tips i think off the top of my head um and i'll probably do more research for the next show that i do on this and we're going to really i think grow together and discover what it means to be a sugar baby so i've given you guys my background i've been doing this since i was 17 and today guys i turned 19 oh sorry i turned 20 oh my gosh see i'm still stuck in 19 but today's my birthday and i've been excited to record this content for you guys so i decided to do it today i'm just trying to open my beer my corona so i can drink as i talk to you guys But, um, I wanted to really start with you. First, we have to do this age disclaimer thing. I don't condone this. I don't support this. If you're too young to be doing it, I've kind of mentioned the age range that I think is appropriate. Um, sorry. I'm just gonna... Oh, I'm just gonna get my beer opener. Give me a second, guys. I've discussed the appropriate age in previous shows. Okay, we got the beer open really easily. We've talked about the appropriate age to be doing this in previous shows. Um, I started when I was 17, which I think was a bit too young. I think when you're so young, you kind of don't have a choice. And there's an obvious, very obvious, I think, um, power imbalance. That's the word. There's an obvious power imbalance if you're really young and you're talking to a guy who's so much older than you and who's using money to, I guess... um, control you which is what i went through and which is why i know 
Um, I haven't had, I guess, too many textbook traditional sugar relationships. I think the relationship I'm in right now, I guess it maybe started that way. And again, if you're new here, you have to start from the beginning in order to really understand how we talk here. But that's probably what it started off in the as in the beginning where I wasn't unaware of that and it kind of became something more. I think now we're trying to transition into dating. Which is always, I think, an option. And if you like your guy, I think that's the ideal. I think that's what you want. You want your sugar daddy to be loyal to you and to possibly want to marry you. But we have to start at the beginning. How do we find these men? What are they good for? What do we do with them? Um, I want to also include, again, more... Um, I think sugaring is a great experience, but again, not if you're too young. If you're too young, you shouldn't be doing it because it's going to fuck you up. It's going to be traumatic. So I'd say really 22 is a good age, 21. Um, like you gotta, you have, I think you, you by yourself have to be there. I think you mentally have to be at a different place in order to manage, I guess, the rest of, I guess, like, you, you need the experiences. And that's what this is, is this is another experience for you that you're going to take into the real world. And for myself, I, I it's I haven't had much probably regular dating experiences but this is all that I know only dating older men that's the only thing I know and even though I started at 17 and I talk about this power imbalance and trauma and PTSD personally not maybe some things I'd change but really overall I wouldn't change anything because I got to learn, I think, a lot of things young. I got to learn a lot of things early. I got to see the way that the world works and I learned stuff pretty fast. I think the mistakes that I made when I was younger, I think, taught me faster so that like I'm now I'm turning 20, but I probably have like at least 27 years of experience and stories and wisdom on me because I've just been through it younger and I even saw the same way when I was like in high school and I had friends that were going through things and I I guess that you could say so I grew up a little bit too fast that's probably the way to say it or my uncle said that to me once it was a bit rude but definitely I did grow up too fast and I don't know if it's a bad thing but I've had experiences and trauma and regret. But again, none of it I would change. I think sugaring is a great experience, especially when you get older. I think dating th- these days is like it weighs you down. You should never want a partner that is going to bring you down. Always someone who's going to help elevate you and pull you up. And you don't get that when you're dating a guy that's two years older than you working at the freaking grocery store or convenience store. So, really, I'm saying I appreciate sugaring for what it's taught me. Um, The opportunities it's given me, um, the money that I've been able to make has been really, I think, pivotal in my life and really has made a difference. And you're a lot lot happier when you're not broke, uh, believe me. (laughs) 
statement of how you got to not being broke is a bit controversial but yeah um I'm never had I guess that support system at home or the opportunity to do things that my daddies have given me the chance to do it's really been cool and to even be in a global pandemic as I mentioned last time a global pandemic and still be living like my absolute best life it's been great and I'm grateful so that being said guys I left a toxic relationship and I left it for I guess a non-toxic well maybe a little toxic in its own way but toxic in a different way than the last relationship for sure but I left it for this new relationship and more of a textbook sugar daddy which has had its own pros and cons so let's discuss probably how you can meet yours um I don't know if you guys want me to tell you guys stuff and then relate it back to my own life I love to talk here and maybe you guys want to hear that maybe you guys want that personal touch or otherwise you could just google it right so I'm going to try and like include my own anecdotes and stories and try and fluff this up as much as I can so how do we meet them my first one I met in person and that's why I say he wasn't really a sugar daddy but he was a white older man who used to buy me things and give me money so I still would call him that what's the real definition of a sugar daddy we should look that up please look that up guys and then my second one that I have now I met him on a website which I guess I'd probably recommend. It's hard. I wouldn't recommend seeking seeking arrangements. I found like it's really hard to use that website. Um, I find like it's not very direct. I think men still want to date. You really need to find like wherever you're from, find like the a real sugar website. And the sugar website that I use was actually recommended to me by a guy that I I was trying to use Bumble and Twitter and sorry Bumble and Tinder to find a sugar daddy which I don't think is productive at all because of things at the time I don't think I was really looking for a sugar daddy I was looking just for an older guy to buy me things and not the same effect you want a man who's just going to give you money and let you do what you want with it it's such a different kind of feeling I really like it here um, and I say this all the time, guys. I haven't said it as much recently, but I got super lucky. I'm telling you guys, like, my stories and experiences, and this is what I know, but I know, guys, that my relationship with my current guy was really one in a million, I think. I don't think there's a lot of guys out there that have the same situation that he does, same money and same like I guess opportunities to give and arrangement I think with him I was super lucky because I I know it's hard I think I he was actually the first person so I can't I don't know if I can say it's really hard but after I met him I wasn't as interested in meeting other people for the kinds of arrangements that they were proposing so um 
I really do think I'm lucky and I, I do am so aware it's hard and it's, you have to really stay safe on those websites. But I said the website I was using was recommended to me by this guy that I was trying to convert into a, um, I was trying to convert him from a dating site and that's not the right way to go about it. I think I did find a couple of guys who were still open to it, but who were still open to like the kind of transactional relationship that I wanted, even though we met on these dating websites. My other, my best friend from the States, she also tries, my dad just texted me, hope he's asking me how much I want for my birthday. Asking me if I didn't... Oh my goodness. My dad gave me a check for my birthday last year and he's asking me if I deposited it today. And no, I'd like... I think his way of <laughs> cheapskating me is the my birthday gift last year. It was my birthday gift for last year and for this year. So I guess he wanted to kill two birds with one stone. Pretty funny. Um... So that's how my friend kind of does it. And she wants the kind of relationship I think that I have. She likes it, but she's not using the right platform. When you're using a dating site to try and convert men into being sugar men, it's different because when you're on a dating pro website, you're looking for a girl who's genuinely going to want to be with you for you. Now, the appeal that you might have is if you're younger, for sure that was my biggest appeal I think as well I used to play on that which is why I appreciated being young when I was doing it but honestly guys don't do it if you don't have to be so young and on a website don't do it it's not right and um it's dangerous for sure and like the power imbalance in a relationship I will have to make a separate show on just talking about what my relationship was like with my ex because that was such an obvious like like display of like what a toxic sugar relationship looks like where someone's using money and their financial status to kind of control you to gaslight you and to push their narcissism tendencies onto you so that's what I went through um when you meet them off a sugar website it's like they already know the drill they're probably used to it but again they're aware that like when they have money they're aware that pussy is disposable they're aware and like that's even the problem I think in general with dating is that people can be so easily replaced am I right or am I right people are so replaceable that you shouldn't even (laughs) that it's like it's crazy and you listening to this probably know one million men in the sea sorry more than that seven well three I guess three and a half billion men in the sea you don't have to settle at all um we need to also talk about scams because there's a lot of scammers out there. I find when you use a website where the other where the men have to pay to actually be on the website, I think it filters out a lot of the crazies. I um I did have a couple of men kind of 
catfish me i had a one-man catfish me it was a crazy weird experience guys you need to dm me on instagram if if i if i mention something and you're like oh my god i want to hear story time on that like send me a dm and say exactly and i will do it one of you guys messaged me asking me to make this series and i was like one thousand fucking percent i will for you so please use the instagram it's there for a reason it's for you guys to contact me and i want to be contacted um that's why i push it so badly um so i described i guess this power imbalance in my relationship i'm just telling you guys like use the right website use the right platform make sure your expectations are clear but before we even get to any of this can we just back up and talk about how we're going to do our profiles um first of all catfish pictures please but not too catfish because you don't want the man to see you and to say you're lying but like get a good picture get invest in yourself look hot face tune a little bit if you have to not too much I mean, we don't want you to look like a different person, but we want you to look like the best fucking version of yourself. Um, if you are black, you have... Okay, I'm not going to say that. because, But I think it's different. I think... I was going to say for black girls, I think the market is a little different because white men tend to fetishize us. But it's like, use it to your advantage. Honestly, it's a fucked up world. <laughs> um we're all doing it just use it to your advantage i find it easier as a black girl because men are like oh white men like fetishize fetish any white man that's into black girls he's got a type so just like my guy my boyfriend's got the type um so for sure makeup look cute um i find like get a good outfit get one really cute outfit this is again getting ahead of myself but this is for when you guys meet um because first impressions are everything as well 1010 percent but i'm just talking about your profile right now make sure your profile looks really cute i look back at mine kind of cringe i i'm surprised i got him to dm me with those pictures now up that i had and as you evolve, I think, as you go through your sugar process, I think you'll begin to mature and get prettier because he'll invest in you and you'll have your glow up. Like, I think I went through my fifth glow up. And, um, update your profile. Keep updating. Keep getting prettier. So that was, I guess, the first step was making sure your profile's really looking good. Um, your bio, I think, what did I have? I I think I had something generic. Um, you want to be sweet. Um, say you're looking for, honestly, guys, Google your profile definition. I mean, your bio what it should be go i'm on the phone just go please oh my gosh anyways as i was saying someone's dming me meg
so um you can also do it in person one of the things i'd like to i wish i could try just because i think recently again i'm talking about my glow up let me brag a little bit about myself i think recently i've gotten cuter if i had another friend if i had a friend with me i'd go to bars for sure and let men come up to me and give them my phone number i would actually i think i would take it a step further i would do research i would message rich men and ask them if they want to like go on a date or something i would do my research i totally would it's just hard in the covid because i realize being in this relationship men are very i think horny creatures and i it's not hard if you're a good looking girl i don't think it's hard for you to find yourself a rich man at all if you're young too but we're not going to highlight being young here i don't think that's everything i think in fact, you might have more advantages if it comes to like being in a stable relationship because one of the reasons why my guy was hesitant in transitioning our relationship from sugaring to, I guess, maybe girlfriend-boyfriend is because I was so much younger. Like, let's say like 40 years younger to be exact. <clears throat> maybe I wouldn't have had that problem if I was 30, but would he have DM'd me if I was 30? So yeah that's the problem here um let's talk about so we we, talk, we discussed using a website i also suggested i wouldn't hesitate to meet people in person one of the things that's opened the door for me i've just always never shut down I've never shut an opportunity down. I've never, if someone's coming up to me, if a guy's coming up to me and asking me for my number, I'll ask him for his and I'll text because I don't like to close doors. You never know if that man who's coming up to you is a millionaire. And (laughs) you ask questions and you eventually find out and then you close out that option. Um, Really, I couldn't tell you, I don't... I think a lot of sugaring is, like, for me, it's been luck. I know there's a lot of men who like to exchange, I guess, money for sex, but that's not really sugaring. Sugaring is more when you're, I guess, I think it's paid dating. That's how I think of it, compensated dating. And you have allowance that you could do or you have, um, they could give you pay per me that's what my guy does i wish we would transition again into like an allowance kind of relationship because i think it makes the meetings a bit too transactional for him to like really allow those feelings to come in and grow but again controversy um goa no i said i'm busy go away Oh my goodness, I have so many annoying siblings. Um, so, I also, guys, I forgot to mention my simp too. So, uh, let me see. 
I've met probably, I've met two of them from online, but the problem right now, which is why I can't really confidently just compare it to like sugar dating is because of lockdown and covid and not really being able to go out and date and people i think are super scared to to go meet other people and possibly catch covid so it's really i think been a slower year 1010 percent but it could also be it could also work in the opposite way people are stuck at home and they're lonely and they're bored so honestly try (laughs) no harm in trying like be on those websites check them every now and then use credible sites um and when you message them you gotta be sweet for sure one thing one big piece of advice i will also give you guys is skip skip the talking stage skip it you don't need a talking stage these relationships are really built and this is what my current boyfriend taught me these relationships are really built on in-person interactions you're stepping outside of dating in 2021 where it's all online and let's facetime let's call and let's text no we're focused more on in-person interactions and talking to each other in person and um building a relationship from there and i think it you can have both but really you can um i in my relationship completely sacrificed the online part i wouldn't even use the word sacrifice but i kind of let go of it and i see that he has a he has like a he has a higher what's the word he has higher or bigger texting relationships i see with other people than he does with me and we started off that way too but he told me he didn't want to text every day or that he couldn't and after he said that and i had that in there's a podcast called he doesn't text he says he doesn't text and i just cut off our texting completely so we text at like a 95 percent but So, um, these relationships, because they're so old-fashioned, I guess, well, not all of them, but focus on your in-person interactions, cut out the texting stage. I found out something about me was that I like to be problematic over text messages. Oh my goodness, I really, this is a big thing for me, because if I get too much attention, then I don't know how to act. So, I used to pick a lot of text fights and it made our relationship i i remember even in the beginning i'd be frustrated and annoyed i'm like oh my god look at how he's texting me but once we completely carved it out and used texting solely as a do you want to hang out i think it works because it makes him miss you more creates more mystery as to what you're doing that you're so busy you can't even text him um and it sets a very it sets a different tone for the relationship and then it makes it like it makes him want to see you more in person because that's the only way you're really going to talk 
even now guys i take like six hours to respond back to a text message i act like i'm so busy and what am i doing nothing last night sorry this is just a little personal story but not even last night let's talk about like probably two or three weeks ago he texted me back at 12 10 in the morning oh i told you guys all about this story he texted me back and at 12 53 i think it was in the morning and i thought it was a little bit weird but i figured oh maybe he's just working late lo and behold guys i check his that bitch that he fucking go sees that stupid whore i check her snapchat story and she's with him let's drink to that so last night i kind of did a little bit of the same thing to him he texted me 6 p.m and i responded back at 1207 but why i tell you this story is it's funny because i sat there literally waiting until 1203 or 1205 so that i could send him that text message and act like oh <laughs> i just i just got home but really i've been sitting here in bed waiting to send that to you Anyways, it creates a lot of mystery. And I like it. I think it's really a growth. It's like a part of growing up, I think, is relying less on text messaging for relationships. So that's an, I don't know if that's like a normal thing, if everybody knows that, if I'm just late to finding out. But yeah. Um, so that's one thing for me. That's what I'm up to now. Um, let's, uh, transition into, Um, let's talk a little bit maybe about in-person, sorry, I was just responding to a text, in-person dating. Um, well, before we even get there, I'm going to, I think, finish, I think, probably with this segment being just on, like, meeting them online and texting and whatever, so take notes and whatever. Um, so I said meet them as soon as possible. Don't delay it. If they're going to be a wasted time, you need to know ASAP. You don't need to waste your time. Your time is precious and that's time you could have invested in four other people. Don't also cut off your hose, which is what I struggled with. Don't cut off your other hose for one man until he's fully committed to you. I've done that a couple of times. And it's like no one ever asked you or told you that. Or gave you permission to cut off your hose, but you did it anyways. Don't do that. Don't be like me. Um, what else is there? Um, so I said, meet as soon as possible. 
be so fucking safe about meeting guys it's really dangerous i like it can be really dangerous i look back at the experiences i have and i'm just like thank god that man did not kill me and it gets even more controversial sorry it gets even more scary i think once you're meeting them so fast in person as i recommended like my current guy I met him the same day that he texted me. I could tell you guys actually a little bit about how that text exchange went. He had been messaging me probably for like a week. Um, like every day for a week. And I was saying I couldn't do it because... I couldn't do it because... Um, and now I'm getting worried. I think I need to go back on that site and see if my boyfriend's on there. And I'd like to think he's very happy with me. I should ask him. I should say, are you still on that website? Sorry. He had messaged me for like a week and I wasn't really responding because I thought he was fake just based on the way that he had been texting. I thought he was like a bot, but little did I know that he actually had to pay he didn't have a profile picture and i think these are like real good signs the way he texted in that on the website was very professional and it took me a while and he told me to like give his office a call or whatever and um he didn't want to give me his phone number he said he's had a bad experience i'm like okay he's super fake he's like oh i think we'd be a good fit we'd be a good match um and he was very persistent that's one of the things we talk about now too is how persistent he was and how glad we are that he was persistent because i wasn't really messaging i was i didn't believe he was real so we met the same day that i finally was like giving him a chance over a message and we went to like this restaurant and he picked me up which again i would not recommend guys i wouldn't recommend you got to be so much more safe pick a restaurant that's close enough to you that you can take an uber that you can walk there make him pay for the uber of course ask for money and yeah another thing i'd recommend well not even recommend this is what you guys have to do set your expectations i'm gonna say it again set your expectations in black and white before you meet you need to be on the same page and this is your negotiating time this is your negotiating room ask them what they're looking for if it's something that you can do i did say that exchanging sex for money is not a sugar relationship but it's not a horrible relationship to be in if you're doing that i'd also oh my god i'm missing out on all my good good tips these are things i swear by um always ask them to get tested before you meet tell them i'm gonna repeat that one again too tell them to get tested before you meet and it has to be before or they'll never do it trust me been there um definitely use condoms anyways but if they really push against it get them to get tested and if they don't want to use it they got to pay extra (laughs) so you have to be very safe um also this is the last probably tip i'm going to include in this one and next podcast we'll probably talk about like the first date so 
I'm saying you have to set your expectations and you have to be on the same page, which is what I failed to do in this relationship. And I'd even debate, guys, maybe you could save your expectation conversation for in person or for texting after the first date if they seem to like you. Um, You can always get, usually you should be getting something out of your first date. You should be getting like a PPM for your first date. But again it it kind of depends on where you meet them part of it is you don't want to seem like an absolute gold digger you're allowed to be one but you don't want to come off that way all the time especially if it's a new relationship so i would be careful with how um you come off there like does that make sense you don't want you it depends on where you, if you meet them on a sugar site then you can definitely talk about expectations on the website but you for me I think my best trait I I've, I've discussed this I take pride of it as a Taurus As a Taurus, I've always said I find that I think I have like a magnetic. I'm going to use this just based on the experiences. I know it's easy to have every guy that you talk to like want to see you again and go on a date and he wants. But I feel like I never fucking miss. When I meet a man in person, I think they always instantly like have something about me and my personality, whatever. And I'm going to share with you guys how I think I, how I try and act on dates. I'll share that in the next part. It could be just the fact that I'm a little black girl and they're pedophiles, but I find that I'm usually even, I usually am not a hard person to want to see again. So I'd have more, I find I'd have more bargaining room after the first meet, personally. That's where my thing is. Um... And you do, you want them to kind of hook on to you. So I wouldn't even say that setting expectations prior after the first date is a bad thing because if you have a good personality, if you're magnetic, then you're going to give them a reason to up their price and up your price. So for sure, but like questions for expectations, I'm going to repeat this one twice again because this is when I wish I had asked, am I the only girl you're seeing? Are you seeing other girls? You got to ask that. And I think also setting, guys, you have to, before you ask these questions, you have to set like an open-minded tone because that's the only way you're going to get honest answers. Men lie. I didn't know that. I trusted people fully until I met my current boyfriend. They lie and um, tell you what they want to, you to hear. So... Making, and that's the only way I finally got the truth out of him was I had to kind of promise a safe environment where like you can tell me and I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to be mad at you. Um, asking them pay per me or allowance. I guys would recommend pay per me first bit of the relationship until that you trust them because I don't really fuck with allowance because how do I know you're really going to pay me? 
And honestly, depending on how often you do plan to see them, really, for me, I think twice a week is enough. If if this is your main guy, if this is the guy that you really like, well, no, if you really like him, you're going to want to see him more. Me and my relationship, I think him and I both agreed like twice a week. Um, sometimes he sees me more than that. Sometimes he sees me less so he can see his other hoes. Um, it's all over the place, but <laughs> setting that tone and understanding, I guess. So again, pay per meet kind of will be more than meeting in person, depending on, um, how often you plan to see them. Um, when we t- discuss pay per meet and adding a price tag onto our little bodies, um, I don't know, guys. I thought my pay per meet was good until I talked to th- one of my listeners, yes, and he told me that I was being low balls. <laughs> but still, for me, I think in Canada, like, it's okay. It's good enough for me. That's my thing. I'm content with what I'm at and don't compare don't compare your situation guys to other people's because that will fuck you up for sure and make you a little ungrateful I'd say so whatever works for you whatever amount makes you happy I wouldn't though guys this is going to be general advice I go higher than $200 don't lowball yourselves um don't lowball yourselves. Two fifty is too low. Three hundred, I think, is okay. Anywhere up from three hundred is good. Of course, the more the better. But it's all going to depend on your relationship, your expectations, things you guys do together. Um, and really, I think your goal throughout your sugar relationship is to make them fall in love, regardless of what you're doing. So I'm going to end this here. This is our part one. If you guys have any further questions, message me on the Instagram. (laughs) Is that weird? Message me on the Instagram. Talk to me, guys. You know I want to talk. I'm so desperate and lonely over here. Please message me on the Instagram. Um, Any more questions like this time this podcast i guess we focused on the online meeting part and next time that we talk about um how to find your own maybe we'll talk more about like the dates and things that i do things that i wouldn't do um really you want to do whatever you can i guess to make them fall in love with you i think if they're not gross that's the goal so I'm going to end it here. I appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you so much. And I hope you guys have a better day than I did on my birthday. I'm actually not having a bad day. It's it's already 7 o'clock. My day's almost done. Bye.